Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. And if you are listening to the podcast because you missed us live, you can also send us your questions on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. And we will be sure to answer those questions just as soon as we are in the studio uh, together again. So today is Tuesday. Moving on in the week. Doug, how's it going today? What's tomorrow? Wednesday. SWAT day. <laughs> it's SWAT. First SWATs of the week, Wednesday morning, 6.30 a.m. at Woody's Barbecue out on Solano Road. We've been off for a couple of weeks for Easter, mm-hmm. and then we took a week off to work on training with uh, uh, Rick Brackett and Brad. We did some discipleship training, and so we are coming back after a couple of weeks. So if any of you SWAT guys are listening out here in the Jacksonville area, don't forget we're back tomorrow. Yeah. I already had one guy um, say, hey, are we meeting tomorrow? I'm like, yes. Do you not read your emails? People, <laughs> you know, it used to be people didn't real, read snail mail. Now mm. they're not reading emails. Yeah. If, you, if it's not like uh, 40 digits or less or 40 letters or less, people don't read it now. They've just kind of gotten into it. But we are meeting tomorrow, uh, not only at Woody's at uh, 6.30 a.m., but we're going to be here at the Salem Center at noon. Maybe you're in the Jacksonville area. Maybe you're just tuning in and you're going, you know, what is he talking about? SWAT is spiritual warriors advancing truth. It is a Bible um, study slash men's accountability slash discipleship slash warriors for Christ. That's what we are. We get together every week. There's five meetings here in the Jacksonville area. And, uh, well, four in the Jacksonville. One is a Zoom on Thursday nights. And if you're listening in Virginia, Mississippi, uh, whatever, uh, it is a Zoom on uh, Thursday nights at 7 p.m. The only requirement, sorry, ladies, it is for men. Uh, There's nothing uh, wrong with being a woman. It's just that men need a lot more help. So that's why we limit it to men. We deal with issues and look at Bible uh we look at the Bible, really, and try to talk about the practical and relevant aspects of it uh, for us as men and how we are to be leading our families and how we are to be serving our churches and our communities. And so, uh, again, there's five each week. And if you would like to join the Zoom and you live in another place or even if you can't make one of the daily ones here in Jacksonville or in St. Augustine, you can shoot an email to Doug at SWATradio.com. That's D-O-U-G at SWATradio.com, and I'm happy to send you a link where you can join the Zoom call. Or uh, you can go to SWATradio.com and click on meetings up there or locations, and it tells you where we meet and when we meet. And so, Taylor, I don't know if you saw, but um, there was a recent Gallup poll gallup is a fairly reputable polling uh, company and they've been doing it for at least 60 70 years mm-hmm. and uh there was actually a article uh last week in a major western newspaper out west 
uh, the L.A. Times, that um, said why America's record godlessness is good news for our nation. And that's the title of the, uh, uh, the article. Why I'm going to say it again. Why America's record, it is record because it's lower than it's ever been, mm-hmm. uh, where people are in, involved in faith-based communities, godlessness is good news for the nation. And the article talks about organic secularization uh, where members of society are, are better educated. This is the take of the mm-hmm. article. They're better educated, more prosperous. They live safer, more secure, more peaceful lives. This is what the article claims because of secularization. Uh, and they t- they're turning from religion because they are finding all these things without it. That's the essence of it, okay? And um, when, you, it, it, when you think about that, they're, they're, basically they're saying that this highly secular world we live in do a better job of meeting needs than Jesus hmm. or any faith-based uh, yeah. thing, right? Uh, and he's that he makes the statement at the end that we should celebrate this growing secularism and continue on. Now, when you, uh, kind of look at this poll that Gallup did, he said that today, 47% of those surveyed, uh, this is the first time it's dropped below 50% in over 80 years, mm. but only 47% among those surveyed indicate they have some kind of membership in either a synagogue, a mosque, or a church. So this is not even just Christian. This is any hmm. of what you would call the three major uh, you know, faith religions or right. faith uh, beliefs here in America. And um, now in 2018 it was at 50 but this is the first time it's been below now you know what it was back in 1999 so let's see 2009 19 so 20 21 years ago 22 22 years ago mm, i'm guessing the 70s yep 70 percent 70 percent the year that the first survey was done back in 1937 73 percent so it's been mm. fairly consistent from the 30s for 60 years to the 90s, and before that they didn't do them, but you know there was probably more than that, mm-hmm. right? And so um, it, it's just crazy that the they, they kind of break people out, obviously, by asking them about their political beliefs, their, their particular faith beliefs, and uh, the uh, Protestant beliefs, uh, anything christian other than catholic basically uh was only a nine percent decline compared to previous years mm. the catholics have dropped 18 percent and um for democrats politically over a 25 percent drop that's mm. a lot of people mm-hmm. that's a big chunk of people uh with about a 12 percent for people who would identify as republicans um so and if you look in the uh, percentages in the east, you, they, they broke it up into east, south, west, and midwest. Um, the east leads it all with 25%. So 
all that to say is this is something that people have seen for a long time. So there's only 25% of Christians in the Eastern uh, Corridor? That are, that's, there's only 25% of the population is Christian? No, no, no. In the East, no, that, that was the drop oh, that, I mean, okay. from what it was. Okay, I got you. And so, but, um, you know, when you, here's the, the thing that uh, only 30% of millennials say they belong to a church. Mm. So only one out of every three. So two-thirds don't. Um, up in the people that you, traditionalists would be people older than baby boomers. So I'm a baby boomer, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm right at the edge in 1961. Uh, after me would be Gen X. So mm-hmm. um, that that would be your dad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you're, of course, a millennial. So your group of those surveyed, only 30% say that they are in a church synagogue or mosque Mm. so it's not just believers so you got to cut that number even more for people that worship and follow jesus Mm -hmm. uh 50 percent of gen x 58 percent of baby boomers and 66 percent of those older than baby boomers so what does that tell you about our country Mm -hmm. i mean because that's in our country right So what does that tell you when you look at those demographics as far as the survey uh, that the older, more older people are more involved? We haven't done a very good job of passing on to the younger people how important this is. I think there are a lot of reasons for that. One is the breakdown in community, the breakdown in family Mm -hmm. uh, values, the isolationist – uh, th- really that the isolation that has been brought by the little screen mm-hmm. of a phone. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, uh, when, when you go through difficult times, typically those family ties, those faith ties are going to be stronger, right? Well, last year they, this was one of the questions, uh, they ask is that, um, only three out of every 10 Americans reported that their faith was increased and got stronger during the pandemic. Hmm. Only three. So seven out of 10 said their faith diminished during the pandemic instead of getting stronger. Um, So, um, you know, as we think about those things, the positive aspect of that, if you can take a positive aspect is that there's lots of opportunity Mm -hmm. with young people Mm -hmm to try to share the gospel. And this is why it's so important. If you're listening today, I don't care if you're 80, like my folks, I know they listen. If you're in your seventies, sixties, fifties, forties, if you were in those age groups, I try to look for those opportunities to be a voice for Jesus, not about Jesus, but for Jesus. And there's a difference and in, in, in the way I like to describe it is if you go if you go to a place to buy a car and a person comes out and they say, hey, let me tell you about this car. And they start trying to convince you to buy the car. You know, they're trying to sell you something. Mm-hmm. But if they drive that car, they own that car and they tell you how awesome it is. That's a very different thing. And I think what young people desire more than anything is the authentic authenticity of a true faith somebody who's really had their life changed by jesus Mm -hmm. 
it's compelling. And I think they would be open to that. So we need to look for those opportunities. Yep. All right. Stick with us. We will be back with more after the break. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong. We'll all never get it right But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time Cause I'm just a that is Nobody by Casting Crowns. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us during the first uh, segment, we were talking about a uh, Gallup poll and a news article that came out of the L.A. Times um, talking about how, uh, well, the, the poll was showing that uh, America's uh, church attendance and, well, really any sort of faith religion had been, had gone down. Um, and then the, the article was saying that it, this was a good thing. Um, you know, I was kind of curious uh, what measures it was using pe- with, uh, you know, depression uh, going up through the roof, suicides going up, um, you know, this year alone record violence. Uh, it just seems on its face to be a, a bit of a stretch, if not a bold-faced lie. And, and that seems more and more what we're getting out of the media is just, what, what, hey, we want this to be true, so we're going to say it is. Yeah, and here's the crazy thing is they published the article on Good Friday. Oh, wow. Like I mean, like one of the... As far as celebratory holy days, Mm -hmm. one of the holiest days of the year. Why? Because people during that week, they usually thinking on Friday, Good Friday, they're thinking about why is it good? Well, because your sins are paid for. Mm -hmm. Christ died for us on that day. He was crucified for us. He gave himself. And the other thing that was interesting this past weekend um, was, you know, typically the leader of our our country will give an Easter address. Mm-hmm. And uh, President Obama, President Trump, and just about every president prior um, mentions Jesus because that's the day we celebrate the hope that Jesus brings. That's what Easter's about. Mm-hmm. And President Biden didn't even mention Jesus, mm-hmm. even though he claims to be a devout Catholic. And... Um, the other thing is he did mention the Easter bunny. Didn't he have the Easter bunny up there with yeah, him? Yeah, I think he probably did. With a mask on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
He did mention God when he asked God to bless America, our troops, and take him out and take care of the Easter bunny. What? Yeah. I mean, but what about Jesus? You see, the whole thing is about Jesus. The whole book is about Jesus, Mm -hmm. the Bible. And, you know, um, the... You know, when they people reached out to the White House and asked about this uh, thing, you know, what was going on. And uh, basically, he just um, he just ignored it. Mm. I mean, like, uh, so uh, I think Easter should be a reminder to us all that we have hope no matter what goes on in our country, no matter what happens in our lives, that we have hope. The power of the resurrection is the power that says nothing, not even death, is going to uh, be able to steal what God intended for you as his child, which is a relationship with him that endures beyond your time to walk the earth in this temporal world in which we live. This world... If you don't know this, maybe this is a shock to you, but the world in which we live is going to go away. Mm-hmm. It's going to be destroyed. Um, that's clear in the Bible. There's going to be destruction um, on the likes we, we haven't seen. I mean, it was destroyed with water, and what, six or eight people survived. Eight, I think. Eight right, people, yeah. yeah. Eight people survived because God protected them. Well, there's going to come a time when he destroys the earth again with fire. Peter talks about it in Second Peter. And I think so many people, you know, like like I don't know Little Nas. I don't know who Little Nas is. I've never listened to Little Nas. I don't know his songs. But he did this Satan-themed Nike shoe with a drop of blood and 666-something on it. A Satan-themed music video. If people well. really understood how evil satan is and how i mean every i want you to stop and think for a second every devastating loss that people have ever experienced whether it's through war through disease uh whatever it is came because of satan he is the uh stealer of life he is the one who uh, persecutes god's people has pursued them throughout time. He is a murderer. He's a liar. There's nothing good, nothing funny about him. And I think when people present him in a comical way, uh, it's just a way for him, for Satan to, you know, kind of um, anesthetize people to what he's really about. Just kind of get them distracted from who he really is and that's not really uh too new i mean uh you've heard about that show lucifer right yeah i haven't yeah, seen it I, mean, or I haven't seen it at all but i just see the you know they portray him to be a good looking guy and oh he's kind of an anti-hero and you know that's more and more how our culture is viewing uh you know the whole situation if they're not making light of it and saying it's all fake anyway it's like oh well you know maybe we need to reinvent what Lucifer was really about. And, oh, maybe God's not really all that good. Uh, so, you know, it's just continuing that downward slope, I guess, uh, towards uh, uh, Western civilization crumbling. Well, Satan is the author of confusion, mm. and he is the one who brings persecution to the church. 
We talked about it yesterday about what's going on in China, people being tortured. You know, mm-hmm. my friend John Monger, who was beaten because of his faith in Christ, Satan is behind that. He hates Jesus. He does not want um, God's followers and those that follow Jesus to be successful in sharing that good news with others, so he tries to discredit. And, you know, I've heard just in the last couple of weeks about a couple of other um, leaders, Christian leaders, who have fallen into his traps. Mm. And what we're studying this week at SWAT is we're we're in Acts chapter 4 on the radio this week. We're kind of recapping a little bit and uh, going back over the persecution where Satan brings direct attacks against God's people, especially Peter and John in this uh, chapter 4. But what we're going to see at the end of chapter 4 is what happens when people are really in relationship with God, this unity that takes place and uh, this uh, unselfish, unhoarding, um, just unbelievably caring and compassionate attitude toward brothers and sisters, so much so that you would sell your house. Now, listen, you just bought a house, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you paid that house off. You own that. And you heard that there were a bunch of Christians in need in India. I want you to think about you've paid it off. You've been paying it on it for 20 years. You just come to faith and you hear about these people over there that have no food, no place to meet, and they're struggling and they need money. And I want you to think about just selling that after it's paid off and taking all that money and just laying it down at my feet because I'm going over there and saying, hey, just use it where you need it. It'd be pretty crazy. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. But that's exactly what people did at the end of four. We're going to be looking at that tomorrow. And uh, there was such this overwhelming unity and compassion for each other, for the brothers and sisters that somewhere along the line kind of it, it got it got uh, destroyed, really, where we don't experience that kind of unity today like we should. I mean, there, there may be pockets of it, mm-hmm. but the whole issue that Satan attacks this week in the text that we're going to look at at SWAT, not on the air, but we're going to look at is when Satan attacks from the outside, it's pretty obvious. But a lot of times he attacks from the inside. Mm. And we see the first real public sin in the church in Acts 5 with Ananias and Sapphira. And that's what we're going to be looking at uh, this week at the SWAT Bible Studies. And we'll talk about that next week on air. But um, just to bring people up to where we are, the church has just been born. You know, the Holy Spirit has come. And 3,000 people have come into the body of Christ. Uh, it's a mega church. They're meeting in the temple because they have no other place to meet people from all over the world. They're not going back home because there's no church there. <laughs> there's yeah. no church anywhere else. There's one global church right here in mm-hmm. Jerusalem as we're looking at it. And Peter and John and James and the apostles, including newly appointed Matthias, are the 12 apostles representing what? The 12 tribes, and they are ministering, teaching about Jesus. Why? Because every one of them was an eyewitness to Jesus, 
every one of them had been with him from the beginning, meaning when he was baptized by John the Baptist, they were mm-hmm. there. That's the qualification for an apostle. Big A. There's big A apostles and little a apostles. And the, the word apostle in the Bible can mean missionary as a sent one, mm-hmm. if as a little a, but there were big A apostles that were with Jesus. They had seen him uh, post-resurrection, and, and they, uh, they had special gifts and talents to heal people uh, as led by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit used them to do that. And that's what happened setting up chapter 4, 1 through 12, and 13 through 31. It's 1 through 12 where it happened is Peter and John were going to the temple, and they healed this guy who was lame, and now the religious leaders were upset. And we saw yesterday um, that one of the reasons they were upset was it was an undeniable witness to you know that that they were being persecuted. And as we walk through persecution, we asked the question yesterday: What's our witness look like? Is it undeniable to people? Do they see people really sold out to Jesus, or do they see people just playing a game? Because I think a lot of people, Taylor, in our culture would say they're believers, mm-hmm. but are they really? Are they pretending? Are they are they like Ananias and Sapphira? Because that was their great sin, and that's what we're going to, like I said, look at this week. But But in addition to being undeniable witnesses, these men were uncompromising warriors. They were told, do not speak about Jesus after Peter had just got got through saying there's only one name. And when we come back, we're going to look at that second aspect of how we walk through persecution, not only by being an undeniable witness, but walking as an uncompromising warrior. All right, so stick with us. We will be back with more after the news. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, A Store and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. Uh, we'd also like to let you know that you can download our SWAT app in the App Store, and you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news. you are just joining us we are looking at acts chapter 4 this week it's a little bit of a recap looking at verses 13 through uh, 31 and we're recapping because we've been gone for a few weeks um just well not gone we've been out of the text for a few weeks um just with uh, uh easter last week and then talking about discipleship the week before that so um we are getting back into it having a little bit of a refresh 
so that we can hop in uh, and continue where we were going. If you missed any of this program or would like to go back and listen to past programs, you can go to www.swatradio.com. If you click on the past programs link, you can listen there. Um, and again, that's www.swatradio.com. Hey, um, you know, um, we're, we're in Acts 4, and like I said, yesterday we looked at 13 through 16, and, and just as a quick recap of that, Peter and John were undeniable in their witness for Jesus. These were uneducated common men. That's what they said. And mm-hmm. what that meant was they didn't have training. So many people think the work of ministry is just for professionals, the pastors, the mission leaders, the missionaries. We're all missionaries. We're all either a missionary or mission field, one guy said. And so these men recognized that Peter and John had been with Jesus. And I posed the question yesterday, would people recognize that you have been with Jesus? Doesn't mean you're perfect, but where's your heart? Where's your love? Do you love him? When people... Um, talk about you do they think that you know jesus mm-hmm. would 12 people on a jury convict you of being his yeah. that's convicting to think about but these men had an undeniable witness um, so much so that the healed man knew it was risking being thrown out of the synagogue and he stayed with them regardless right and so now we're going to get into verses 17 through 22 today and maybe 23 through 30, but we're going to look at this being an uncompromising warrior. And those words are, first of all, uncompromising. And um, second is a warrior. Most people don't live like they're in a battle. They yeah. don't live like they're in a war. We don't, we get up in the morning and we act like we're back in the, we're, we're, we're like, we're back in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And the war is overseas instead of we're on the front lines every day. Yeah. And we don't think that way. And God has placed us here, and he's got us here to be his warriors. And, yes, if you're listening to this and you love Jesus, you are a warrior. There's a reason in Ephesians Paul talks about the the weapons of our warfare, Right. The, the weapons of our warfare, in fact, in 2 Corinthians, he says the weapons of our warfare, what, are not of this world. Mm-hmm. So if he's telling you that the weapons for you are of your warfare, that would in, indicate you're in a war, right? Right. And when he goes through Ephesians 6, everybody knows all the, the you know, the shield of faith, the belt of truth, the sword of, of God's word. When when we talk about those things, those are war-type things. And so I think one thing we might need to repent of as God's people is we don't really live with a wartime mentality. And and if you don't live with a wartime mentality, what's going to happen if you take a – let's say you take a Marine and you stick him over in Iraq, and instead of thinking about the war he's in, he's thinking about, oh, man, I wish I was back home and – you know, I don't want to be here, and and he, how effective is he going to be in your unit if all he's doing is thinking about getting back to California or wherever he's from? Probably not too effective. He's going to be a detriment. Yeah, and that's what happens 
with the church. And so we end up having to spend a lot of time trying to figure out who's really in the battle with us, first of all. Mm-hmm. And it's distracting. It's what the enemy what does. The enemy sows seeds among God's church. He comes in and he sows the tares, right? Mm-hmm. And and so we need to be aware of that, but we need to be uncompromising warriors. That's what Peter and John were. And I want you to read verses 17 through 22. And I just want to make a couple of quick comments from other passages in the scriptures of other warriors and how they responded to persecution. This is Peter and John. They've been preaching and now they're arrested and they and listen to what the word says and this is Acts four seventeen through 22. But in order that they may spread no further among the people, let us warn, oh, excuse me, in order that it may spread no further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more to anyone in this name. So they called them and charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. For we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. And when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way to punish them because of the people, for all were praising God for what had happened. For the man on whom this sign of healing was performed was more than 40 years old. So again, they had an undeniable witness and they were told to stop speaking about Jesus. And they said, listen, whether it's right in the sight of God, you got to judge. And it takes me back to uh, Daniel chapter 3. And in Daniel chapter 3, it's a story of three men. Everybody probably, if you grew up in the church, you heard this story. If you didn't grow up in the church, you you may not have, but it's in the book of Daniel. It's an Old Testament book, and it's about this guy and his three friends uh, named Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those, that was their pagan names. Their Hebrew names was Mishael, um, Azariah, and Hananiah. And they were Jewish people that were taken captive in Babylon, and they held firm to their belief in the one true living God, Yahweh, even though they were in a pagan culture. And so they were told to worship an idol. They were told to worship a statue of the king of Babylon whose name was Nebuchadnezzar. And they said, no, we're not going to do that. And listen to what Nebuchadnezzar said. He said, who is the God who will deliver you out of my hands? That's a, that's a bold statement mm-hmm. yeah. for a man to make about the one true living God, Yahweh. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered him and said, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, there was they, they they just said, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Now, I want you to think for a second. We read that a lot of times, and we blow right past that. But I want you to put yourself in their position. Some man who controls an army, let's take it to modern-day, uh, let's say Iran. Some mullah has you over there and says, if you don't renounce Jesus right now, we're going to behead you. You have to worship Muhammad. That actually happened to a group of Ethiopian um, believers who were on the beaches over there. I, I'm not mm. sure sure if they were in. Um, I think I think they were they weren't in Iran. They were in another country. Um, 
um, where did Benghazi happen? Uh, it was, you remember my mind's blank, right? Oh, now. oh uh, um, Libya. Yeah, Libya. I think they were in Libya, I believe. But anyway, I think it was ISIS that had them, and they told them to renounce Jesus and and confess to the prophet Muhammad, and they didn't, and they were beheaded right there on the spot. Mm. So I want you, if you're listening, to put yourself in that position. And this person says, you need to bow down and worship the God. I say, or it's me. You bow down and worship me. And they said, we have no need to answer you. How could you make that statement? Well, it's because they were warriors and they were uncompromising. And they said, if this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fire. He will deliver us out of your hands. But if not, be it known to you, O king, we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image you've set up. You see, their allegiance to God was not based on what God did for them. And I think that's where we see a lot of uh, failure in our culture. Mm-hmm. We have a very conditional obedience to God. Oh, yeah, I, I'll obey him because he gives me what I need or he gives me what I want instead of because of who he is. He is the one true living God. You see, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Mishael, Hananiah, and Azariah, they had a healthy fear of God, knowing he was the most powerful being in the whole universe. Yeah. So who do you want to offend? Some puny little man or the one true living God, Yahweh? And they did. And the same thing happened over in um in first Kings 18 with Elijah and Elijah, um, basically was, he had a whole bunch of people wanting to worship, uh, God, Baal and Asherah. They were gods of thunder and rain. And they, the people would have these big orgies and, um, and, and worship times with these cult, uh, idols mm-hmm. to bring rain so that it would bless the crops and even the people of Israel got sucked up into it. And so guess what? Elijah confronts them and he says, Let's 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 see who really is the one true God. Right. And so he confronts them and he tells them, You call on your God and we'll offer a sacrifice. Whichever God calls down fire, that's the real God. This guy was a warrior, he was uncompromising. And they called. It says they cut themselves. They're crying out. And he said, maybe your God's going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, he actually says that in the text. Yeah. Maybe he's relieving himself. And so here's what he does. He says, okay, now it's my turn. And he said, pour water on the wood. And after he poured water, God came down in fire and consumed that. Why are these stories in the Bible? To show us that God is faithful. We are warriors and we have a God who cares and a God who's powerful and we are to be uncompromising. And that's what the disciples were. You know, Paul said in Galatians six, I bear on my body, the marks of Christ. Why do you think he went through that? Why was Paul an uncompromising warrior? Because of all these uh, examples in scripture of the faithfulness of God. So, you know, that's really how he calls us to respond and if we don't, we need to be repenting of that because yeah. we, we live in a time that people need to see uncompromising warriors for God. Yeah, that's true. All right, stick with us. We are up against the break. We will be back with more after the break. 
You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ Church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. I pull, go back and forth, finding myself Pounding on a locked door I try to make it out alone without your help But I know I'll never win this war I can never be, never be free without you I can never be, never be me without you That is Freedom Hymn by Austin French Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we are looking at Acts chapter 4, verses 17, uh, no, excuse me, 13 through 31, uh, which is a little bit of a recap as we've been out for a few uh, weeks. Uh, well, we, we, we haven't we, been out. We've we been just, out of we, the we, text. Yeah, we've been out months. of the text. That's, yeah. Yeah, out of, well, not out of the text. We've been out of the Acts yeah. text. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, uh, we were just in different texts over the last yeah. couple of weeks, but that's all right. So if you have any questions about that or would like to call or join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. And on the line, we have Carol from Jacksonville. How are you doing today, Carol? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Oh, cool. What, what, what you got for us today? I just want to thank you for sharing the Word of God, and um, that's what's so important today. We're not hearing the different stories of real people um, Mm -hmm. from the Bible that uh, encountered some of the same uh, battles that we're encountering, and it is a spiritual battle. And I think that we've dropped the ball because we aren't um, expressing to people the importance of accepting the Lord as their Savior. And... A lot of people don't understand that that's the only way that they can have any type of uh, peace, and I put that in quotation marks, because Jesus Christ is the only way. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's not even hard. A lot of people can't go to church, but we can still, as Christians, give out gospel tracts. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what else, Carol? You know what? This is Doug. Carol, by the way, thank you for listening to SWAT Radio, and thank you for calling in. And um, I, I appreciate uh, what you've said because it what what you're actually talking about is is not just the track that you give them, 
but the 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 testimony that we have of our own relationship with God. We need to be telling people right. about what God's done in our life. I mean, that's what the disciples exactly. did. That's what the apostles did. And I think people today see that as something only the the church staff does or the ministers on, you know, for parachurch organizations. And we all are. You're a warrior. Did you know that, Carol? Oh, yes. Yes, I've been a warrior for over 40 years. Yeah, I love and, that. Um, I, I share my testimonies. I have friends that are of different denominations, but I always share my testimony and share scripture with them. And um, I don't do it in a, um, you know, mean way or anything like that. And, um, you know, sometimes if they're like Catholic or something like that, they haven't been taught mm-hmm. from the Bible of certain things. And so they ask me questions, and I'll share it with them. They go, oh, I never knew that. We don't, we didn't learn this at, you know, mm-hmm. in the Catholic Church. And I said, well, get your Bible out, and I'm sure the Scripture is in your Bible. And they will, and they'll come back to me and say, oh, wow, that's right. You, That is so true. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yes, you have to live it, but sometimes we don't have the opportunity to have conversations with people. Yeah, but yeah. we can get out gospel tracts with the road of, uh, you know, to uh, salvation, mm-hmm. Romans road to the salvation. And so we have dropped the ball. And our pastors, a lot of our pastors aren't preaching what you're teaching of the different examples of standing for the Lord. And we need to hear these stories over and over again. We don't need to hear um, feel-good sermons and, you know, self-help. Uh, sermons. We need to hear about real people that had battles with Satan, basically using Satan using people to uh, get out of God's will or not to accept Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, let me ask you a question, Carol. Um, have Have you ever heard of the book called Jesus Freaks? No. Okay. So there's a book called Jesus Freaks, and it it was by a music group called DC Talk. And what they did is they took stories of people who had been modern-day martyrs. And some of them were even martyrs back in biblical days. But it's nothing but stories of people who stood for Jesus. And um, what I would love to do is just for calling in today and for listening and and being a warrior for so long i want to send you one of those books would you would that be okay sure i would appreciate it all right well listen i'm gonna let steve get your address and i will send you that book and uh thanks for listening and keep being a warrior for jesus carol all right and listen i pray for you guys faithfully ever since i started listening to your program I pray for you faithfully. Well, well, thank you. That just means a lot to us. Yeah. We, we need that more than anything else. Yeah. So appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Stay, hang on. Hang on, and make sure to give Steve your address so I can get you that book. Okay. And if you haven't yeah. read that book, that's a good one. I read it when I was younger. It, it's um, full of stories yeah. that are, are people who were uncompromising warriors. Mm-hmm. And you know, here's Carol, been a warrior for forty years, and I love that. Yeah. She's. She is somebody out there 
who says, you know what? Sometimes you may not have a chance to talk, but you can give a track or mm-hmm. something. You can give them a track is nothing more for those who are listening and don't know what that is. It's a it's a little booklet that just has this, the gospel in it. Mm-hmm. And here's the gospel. So often, I think, too, uh, our our view of the gospel is only about what Jesus did on the cross. Mm. But that's only part of the good news. Right. The good news is that God reigns through him. Yeah. He reigns over us, and we uh, don't have to fear the Nebuchadnezzars of the world. We mm. don't have to fear you know, the Baal and, and Asherah prophets of the world. Yeah. We don't have to fear the religious leaders uh, like Peter and John had to deal with. And that's why they could stand up and say, listen, you – you know, whether it's right in God's sight or not, you judge, but we can't keep quiet. Yeah. We got to keep testifying. In fact, over just a chapter later in chapter five, they have to deal with this again. And and they tell them this time, they not only tell them to be quiet, they beat them too. Yeah. You know, and so uh, I appreciate Carol calling in and just uh, being somebody a warrior out there who is doing it. It's not just the pastors. It's not just the leaders of the parachurch ministries. If you are a follower of Jesus, you are his warrior. Yeah. And you are in a battle. We are in a spiritual war. The whole uh, uh, verse for SWAT, 2 Corinthians 10, 4, says the weapons of our warfare are not of this world. And our greatest weapon in fact do you you know uh the, the 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 only offensive weapon we have is what taylor the sword of the spirit it's god's word yeah it, it is it is it is the uh, and, and i know people out there are going yeah but what about prayer prayer is a weapon too <laughs> i don't want to diminish prayer but i mean when paul talks about the the spiritual uh, armament we have to for protection he mentions the sword of the spirit, which is God's word, and it's sharp, yeah. and it cuts. and And you don't have to worry about whether people believe it or whether they don't believe it. Just tell it to them. I'm not saying hit them over the head with it, but what I'm saying is people feel like, well, it doesn't matter because they don't believe it. Isaiah says that when that word goes out, it's not going to return void. Mm. You plan it. You don't know what God's going to do. Somebody may hear a message that you share, and it may not take root for years. There may be other people that come along and water. You may never even see fruit. It may be after you're dead and gone, but Mm. you be a witness. You be an uncompromising warrior and put that word out there because God tells us as his people, he calls us to go make disciples, teaching them to obey all all that i've commanded yeah and that's teaching the full counsel of god as paul says in acts he preached the whole counsel all of it mm-hmm. you don't just focus on one part you go through it all and you know one of the things i try to do taylor as we work through acts is using old testament examples of yeah. where god did the same thing in those people and because some people say, well, you know, um, Peter and Peter and John, you know, they were with Jesus. Mm, yeah. Well, what about you look at a guy like uh, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, those right. guys. Yeah. They didn't walk with 
Jesus. They walked with God mm-hmm. in obedience and faith. It's all through faith. And that faith is a grace gift from God. And I praise God that, that um, for me, when I think of Yahweh, uh, which is his covenant name, we don't say that enough. Mm-hmm. People, I mean, when you see in the Bible, it's one thing I love about the new uh, legacy standard uh, Bible is it translates where it's capitalized L O R D in the old Testament. That's, that's really Yahweh mm-hmm. and that's his covenant name. And he says, you will remember this name throughout generations. This will be my name. There's no other God named that in the world. And so, um, he's our God. He's the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, and he has called us to be undeniable witnesses and uncompromising warriors. And I think as we read, uh, and just again, re kind of refreshing on Peter and John, these were uneducated common men who were fishermen. And God says, I'm going to take you. All you've got to do is follow me and I will make you. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening out there, your focus should be on following. If you follow, he'll make you. And, and, and if you're not making uh, disciples, if you're not fishing for men, you got to ask, who am I really following? Yeah. Right. So, well, that's a good place to leave it off. I don't got anything to add to that. So, um, we'd like to give a shout out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER and all of you who are listening here locally, 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine and 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia. And we'd also like to shout out to all of you who are listening wherever you are around the world or in the country who are listening online. Well, you've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. And you can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a great day. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spiritual